A few weeks ago, I went on vacation with my dad and two of my brothers. And when I'm with my family, especially, you know, I love to hear stories about the, their kids. And my brothers each, uh, my one brother, my older brother has three kids. My brother uh, has Brady. My younger brother, Peter, has two kids and a third on the way. And I just, I love to hear stories about them. Because, you know, one of the austerities and, and crosses that we bear in religious life is that we don't get to be around our families especially our nieces and nephews, as much as we would hope and like. And my brother Peter was telling me the story about his oldest, his daughter Molly. She's almost four years old. And he was telling me how she loves to play hide-and-seek, but that she's not very good at it. Because she just wants to be found. She'll have my brother hide her in the dining room, and then the moment my brother walks into the dining room, she'll scream, I'm here, Daddy! and run to him. She hasn't quite figured out that in hide-and-seek, the goal of the hider is to make it as difficult as possible for the seeker to find her. But she loves it. She rejoices in being found. And eventually, I hope and I pray, she'll figure out the game a little bit better and get a little bit better at it. But I hope, for her sake, that in her entire life, she always maintains that joy of being found. Because there's going to be a time in her life, as there is a time in all of our lives, where the temptation to hide is going to become very great. And we do an exceptional job of hiding, don't we? We hide things from other people, whether consciously or unconsciously. If we've had traumatic experiences in our past or difficulties We tend to tuck those away. We don't want people to see into our hearts, into our lives, into the very depths of us. So we we hide those things away. Perhaps in our public lives, we we hide certain aspects of our life because we don't want people to think negatively about us or to think badly about us. I mean, even as a priest, sometimes it's easy to kind of hide or to harbor a little bit of my faith because I don't want someone to think, well, gosh, he's going to judge me in this moment. We do an awfully good job of putting on masks, of hiding ourselves. But the Lord, as we heard in the very last line of the gospel, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Lord desires to find us. And for all that is hidden, all that is in darkness, to come to the light so that we might be healed and saved. So that we might have joy and our joy may be complete. But like Zacchaeus, we tend to just keep those things hidden. We think, well, maybe God doesn't want me. Maybe I'll go to him, but I'll be close to him. And I'll look at him from afar, but more as a spectacle. But what does Jesus do? He knows Zacchaeus is looking for him. And Jesus comes looking for Zacchaeus. The first move is always the Lord's. The Lord always makes that first move into our life to press on our heart that desire for meaning, for purpose, for healing, for salvation. And then we respond almost always imperfectly. Zacchaeus could have run to the Lord. He could have stood in the front row, but he wanted to hide a little bit. He was ashamed. He was a tax collector. He was an outcast in his society. He didn't want, necessarily, Jesus to see him truly as he was. 
And so he stood back. And because he was short, he couldn't see the Lord. And so he climbed up a tree. But Jesus was always looking for him. In the first reading we heard from the Book of Wisdom, before the Lord, the whole universe, the whole universe is a grain from a balance or a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. If before God the whole universe is but a grain of sand, then what am I? But we hear in there that what is God in relationship to his creation? He is a lover of souls, the book of wisdom tells us. That though in comparison to God, we are but the smallest and most minuscule thing, God creates out of love. And he interacts with us in sheer love so that we can be found, so that we can know his joyous His perfect love. I want you to think for a moment what it was like for Zacchaeus up in that tree to make eye contact with the Lord. 